This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're gonna see some serious Awesome. <laughs> With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? we do welcome everybody to the cigar authority saturday october 8 2011 chuck morrison is back on the wheels of steel chuck thank god you're here thank god problems last week i heard you know it's job security every time you're missing something bad happens uh mr jonathan by my side my name is david garofalo welcome to the cigar authority we are live here today at two guys smoke shop in nashua new hampshire if you want to come by and say hi it is exit one off route three you come to the end of the exit You'll see us right there. You can't miss us. Two Guys Smoke Shop, 15 Spitbrook Road. This week, we're going to interview Dr. Lou Rodriguez. He's an emergency room doctor who has come out with his own cigar brand. Amazing. So it can't be too bad for you, right? <laughs> we're going to take a wrap-up of uh, Smith Fest with Guinness Book of World's Record holder Fred Smith, which who's is, with us. Which is quite a juxtaposition because we have a guy that blows things up as his job, just makes things bigger than life. And then we have a guy who specializes in things that suck. That's right. Because also John Sullivan from OREC, <laughs> that's where he's going with that. That's kind of a stretch right there. Uh, he joins us. OREC is right across the street, actually, from us in the National New Hampshire that's store. Correct. So right after you come see visit us, you go across the street and see. And uh, find out how to get the smell out of your clothes because... Their it, air purifier is second to none. It works. Uh, the you have it in your office. I have it in my car so, and in my office. And you know, I, I planned on it was going to be for my car. But I put it in the office, and I tried it out before putting it in the car, and it never left the office because it really works. Or, and as it, you say, it sucks. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> <laughs> it sucks the smoke out. It totally does. And, it, and, and it's not like you're a lightweight when it comes to cigar smoking, five, six cigars a day. I have never been called a lightweight in anything I've ever done, including life. Well, that's a very good point. Yeah. That's a very good point. So hello to the uh, four stations picking us we up. We are being listened to by WWZNAM1510, The Revolution in Boston. WGHM 900, the game in Nashua, New Hampshire. WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. And WGHM 1250, ESPN Radio, Manchester, New Hampshire. That would be GAM, but that's okay. Yeah, whatever. They know who they are. They know who they are. Uh, and then, <laughs> do you know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> Why just listen to the radio or listen to our audio broadcast when you can watch because the video? Because we could be off the air at any time, so the best well, place to Typically, go. we are off the air at any time, <laughs> so you just, you're better off going to the Cigar Authority and catching us. We had a scare this morning, though. Yes, we did, but we're up and running. We are up and running. As no as, power as when I walked as we in. Know, I don't think they're even telling us anymore when we're <laughs> off the air. <laughs> Uh, and uh, finally, you can catch any of our products on thecigarauthority.com, on iTunes, or podbean.com for any of our podcasts or webcasts that you'd like to catch from our old shows. Okay, we got a lot to get to this week. The first thing I want to do is pass out a brand new cigar. has not hit the shelves. They tell me it's going to hit the shelves next week. Well, I'm liking it already. Okay. Because I see a, uh, I see the word Corojo right on the band. Yes, it's my uh, friend Joe Cusano, uh, his new company called C&C. &C. 
Uh, this is the CNC Corojo, brand new cigar out of the Dominican Republic from a brand new company. Uh, we expect this cigar later this week. If I may, I'd like to give a shout out to somebody really special out there this week. I know listening in. Hi, Santino. My buddy Santino's out there listening, and nice. I, uh, I promised my mother I would give a shout-out to him. I haven't seen him in a long time. He's a good boy, and he listens to the Cigar Authority every single week. So Ten years ago, David, yeah. we had Steve Jobs. Yes. We had Icon. Bob Hope. Icon. And we had Johnny Cash. Now, no hope, no jobs, no cash. True words have never been spoken. And just as my living tribute, I'm keeping my iPod Touch close to my heart all week long just to make sure that I have a little bit of Steve Jobs with me at all times. Well, he is the modern day, I would say. Albert Einstein? Edison, I was going to go with. <laughs> Edison, sure. probably, right? I just bought the new iPhone. The, the, uh, Pre-order. 4G, 4S. 4S. Yeah. In, in, in honor of Jobs. And because it's the coolest phone on the planet, which is the, that's going to be my next phone. I'm stuck with my old school BlackBerry right now. Contracts yeah, up. Isn't that something that you're, you're so into the whole Apple thing? Well, I just recently <laughs> became an Apple guy, and so now I'm I'm going all in. I've had I've held out for the longest time. No, you've had on I'm the sure iPod. I've had your iPods for years. I have, but I held out. I was, I by the time I got my iPod, we were on the fourth generation. Uh, you know, huge hard drives on them. And they were got smaller by the time I was in. And then it was just so cool I couldn't stay away. Now I've got the Mac. I just got the iPod Touch. And now I'm going to have to go iPhone and iPad so that I'm I'm eyeing it up. Eyeing it up. <laughs> Do you know the two guys smoke shop in Salem, New Hampshire? You know what that was? That was the location of my first one-night stand. And, uh, and it was the location of the first. Was that right? The first? That was, I believe, the first retail um, wow. Apple store that was there, the headquarters of Apple Retail. When we bought the place, the upstairs, we went upstairs, there was a giant, that big space that's there behind the big screen TVs. That was um, a stained glass Apple. Oh, that's sick. And it was beautiful Did and they take b- that? big money. So I bought the building, and when I left, I said they never came and took that apple out. Tell me there. you still have that, Dave. So I, I'm thinking of it the whole time after I sign the papers and everything, and I go back and I walk up the stairs, and I'm like, there it is. Somebody wants this. This is big, big money right here. And there's a guy behind me walking in the store. It's not even a store. It's it's their you know it was what their store was, and he says. We came to get the apple out of here, and I'm like, oh, all right. Uh, I already at that point, I mean, we could have made a big thing because sure. I already owned it. Uh, and I said, okay, you know, you're not going to leave an empty hole in the wall, right? No, no, no. We brought everything with us. They were all prepared to do it, and uh, took it out, created it. Probably went to Steve Jobs. Who knows where it went? Would you, have, would you have sold it or kept it? Do you think, honestly? I, I, at that point, I was so in debt. Uh, <laughs> Buying the building, right? Oh, my God. It it was – we had no right, me and my brother. We had no right to buy a building like that at that time. It was right across the street from where we were, So, uh, and um, the landlord was kept raising the rents and all that stuff, and it was, like, perfect. So we did it, uh, mortgaged our houses. That story – Dave's told me a couple of times. He always forgets that he tells me the story. But the first time he told me the story. Tell it to the audience, not to you. Yeah, whatever. You're talking to me. So (laughs) the first time I heard him tell the story, the way he worded that, we had no right to buy the building. 
I, I can't believe the bank gave us the loan, two, actually. Two that, weeks after hearing those that story, days, I quit my part-time job because I was not in a position, really, to be a full-time DJ. I, but it was the right time. It needed to happen. All the things lined up. I was hesitant to pull the trigger, and Dave happened to say to me he had no right to buy that building, and I'm like, I mean, let's face it. I mean, I give him a hard time, but he's my idol when it comes to business. I sit in his office sometimes eight hours in a day. I say nothing to him. I watch him check his email and listen to how he answers the phone. That's the whole day. Yeah. You're my idol. So when he ever said that, I was like, all right, it's time to pull the trigger. Burn the boats. This is it. Hey, roll the dice. Sometimes it doesn't work <laughs> out, though. I'm here to tell you. That's true. I'm not batting a 1,000 by any means, but roll the dice. And I, I keep doing it to myself. My, my uh, poor wife is, you're rolling the dice again? Because I've been doing it my whole life. So, hey, whatever. He doesn't gamble. So it makes you a champion. On the, right? on the horses. No. He gambles on himself. Gam- gamble on myself. All right. Uh, senior cigar executive returns with passion to the cigar industry. C&C Cigars announces with much excitement the beginning of a journey into the cigar industry. Joe Cusano took over from president of Cusano Cigars after his brother Mike Cusano resigned. Joe was joined by Jeff Aronson, Maurice Tisher. In Shane Hayes, Bradenton, Florida, June 22nd, they made that announcement that um, he was uh, leaving Davidoff, who was the company that bought Cusano Cigars, and he had no non-compete, mm. so he decided to start his own company. He came out with a little cigar called Rollback, very inexpensive $2 cigar that's out there, yep. and I said, is this where you're going to go? And he says, this is just something I could do really quick, so we have something to launch anyway, mm. but... The real good stuff's coming real soon. And here it is. So I expect this cigar to be out later this week, as I said. This is C&C Corojo. It's an orange band. Um, Cusano Cigars years ago used to have a brand called Cusano Corojo, which was uh, a great, great cigar. It was using Corojo from 1997. When Unlike a lot of companies that are out there that have their 1997, 1999, 19-whatever, 19 it never ends. When the 1997 Corojo, there was no more 1997 Corojo, the cigar disappeared because they're true to their word. It's 1997. It's got to end, right? Like a bottle of wine, right? Yeah. It does eventually run out. So, uh, but I noticed on this one, CNC Corojo, they didn't put a year on it. So they gave Very smart. But, you know, that brand, which was on top of the world at its time, during its peak peak of Cusano Corojo, the brand shot itself off because there was no more of that tobacco. So it's it really nice to see they're coming out with this. Uh, I lit it up uh, yesterday. I was dying to try to see what it was like anyway. Uh, so here I am trying it again. I am very, very excited about the cigar and the price. Value, value, value. That was what Cusano Cigars were all about. It continues. Here's a cigar. Bless you. Here's, Bless a, you. here's a cigar in the $4 price category. What? 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 You got your attention. <laughs> Did you say $4? $4. Home run. Home run. Absolutely. Right from the, the second you light it. Very, very well Great done burn. Cigar. It's got a, uh, a like a toasty, smoky, walnut kind of flavor to it right off the bat. As a retailer, I'm telling you, the... Um, uh, the Cusano Cigar Company, as those guys were in it, was uh, service second to none. They had uh, the best service out there. They're going to continue that. Um, and they are part of a family you can trust, and that's for sure. Their number one goal is to provide customers uh, to provide products that consistently meet and exceed consumers' expectations. 
And that's what it was all about. And they're going to continue the same well, thing. They I certainly wasn't expecting a $4 price tag on this bad boy. <laughs> and it exceeded your expectations. Beyond. Yeah. Beyond. If it was $7... It's a good cigar. I, that's what I was. I smoked it yesterday with you, and yeah. I was like, I was expecting to hear on the show today, seven dollar cigar. You know, I'd be Four surprised, bucks. thinking it's Cusano, but the way they think, maybe you'd go six fifty. This is a, a not even a bundle cigar. It's in. It's going to come in a box. It's uh, aesthetically pleasing. You're, you're talking fifty two cents in cigar tax imported into the U.S. I'm telling you, I want to be honest with you, I make a profit on it as a retailer selling it. They're apparently... Oh, is that how you pay the rent on these buildings you have no business buying? They must be making a profit. It's almost how... It's almost impossible. It's like a magic trick, but but here's the cigar anyway, and I, I think it's going to be a big, big deal. So that's the Cusano deal. Um, I'm sorry. I have to even be careful. That's their name, Cusano. The brand is CNC because they sold the company off to Davidoff, and... Um, they were making so many cigars from from the Davidoff factory, who was making all their cigars. Davidoff decided they would like to purchase them. It wasn't that the uh, cigar brand was on the market or anything like that. They approached them and said, uh, "We want to buy your brand." So Davidoff now owns the Cusano brand, which they always made, and the Cuvée brand, now, which they didn't always make, I but they do. I used now. to wonder about this, and, I, and forgive my rookiness on this. If I'm Davidoff, yeah, and I'm selling a cigar to you, we'll just say for a dollar, yeah, and then you mark it up to the retailer, you make your profit, so you sell it to the retailer for two dollars, the retailer sells it for three dollars. If I'm Davidoff, and I could just sell it directly to the retailer for two dollars, is that what ends up happening? Well, obviously there was a middle person involved, which was Cusano, right, and he was buying it from Davidoff and making a profit from from them and now they make they didn't lower the price they actually raised the price so they end up making that all that profit it it's a very smart move then for Davidoff to buy sure cuz i was thinking when I, you know the there's different rumors about what the price was when they bought it but it's in the millions it's like how do you get that money back but the reality right. is they're buying into a higher profit margin. Right, and they guarantee that they, their production where their production is going to be made because Mike Cusano could have move that production anywhere he wanted to, and they would have lost, I believe at the time, six million cigars that were being made. So, you know, he could have moved the production somewhere else, started his own factory. Who knows what could have happened? Mm -hmm. This guarantees them six million cigars, and it guarantees them both price structures. They get the price structure of what he was making and the other one, so they probably got their money back. Goodbye. And at the time, the, the euro was strong. And they bought it half price because of the value of the euro. Lots of reasons why they why ended up working like that. But like all people in the cigar business to get out, after a short time being out of this business, this business is awesome. You want back in. You want back in the playground. You want to play. Yeah. And th this time they do it for fun because they have all the money. So uh, the, actually there's a brand out there, um, the new company Crown Heads, which is the uh, people from CAO before CAO was bought out. Mm. They have a brand coming out, and they're actually going to open it up in, a, in, I believe, 30 or 40 cigar stores in the country. We're lucky enough to be one of them. It should happen any day now that we get the cigars. We're looking forward to it. The brand name is Four Kicks, F-O-U-R, Kicks, Good. because this time they're doing it for fun. They're doing it for kicks. Yeah. Just a good time. And I hope they do the same thing where, you know, we're talking about the profit on this $4 cigar. How can they make much profit? They don't care about making profit. They're doing it for fun.
And speaking of fun, profit, and lawsuits, any word on what was going on with the Don Pepin? I heard some rumors that some things have been settled, or was the whole thing settled? It is settled. It is settled. I have it's the information settled. right here. It was settled this week. Um, the news is... Uh, uh, for more than a year, Eduardo Fernandez, which is the Casa Fernandez folks, the people that own the Arganoso uh, tobacco leaves, and, and the people that supplied all the tobacco for Jose Don Papin and the Don Papin Cigar Factory, and making brands like Tatuaje and things like that, um, they were sued by uh, Fernandez, who actually, unbeknownst to most people, owned 50% of Don Papin Garcia. He set, the, set him up. Um, Put all the money forward so Don Papin could uh, be the uh, big cigar maker, and and they grew unbelievable. But um, from what I'm told, next came the My Father Cigar Company, and, you, and, and brands like um, Jaime Garcia and things like that. And the owners of the My Father Cigar Factory was Don Papin's son, daughter, and wife. And they moved production of stuff from the Don Papin factory into their own factory where they own 100% of it. And Eduardo Fernandez says, hey, what are you doing? We're 50-50 partners here. You're moving the stuff from your 50-50 uh, profit into your 100% profit. What are you doing? The stuff belongs to us. So the lawsuit happened. And uh, the terms uh, of what happened was that the, uh, they settled. For an undisclosed amount of money or whatever, nobody knows what the answer is, but it uh, case is closed, and now Don Pepin Garcia owns the Don Pepin Garcia factory and the My Father Cigar factory. I'm sure that came with a big price tag I along with it, because I can only see one one angle of of that being in there, and you know I know the both participants well, but it is what it is, and you know looking at yeah how that happened, kind of playing a dirtbag move on the Don Pepin side. Essentially stealing customers. I mean, no one, no one likes to say that, yeah. but I don't have a pony in the race here, so I'll say it. Stealing customers. So my guess, my guess is that the Casa Fernanda people just said, "Listen, we want out. We don't want to be dealing with you anymore." And this is the amount that it's going to take for you to be able to take I can, it over. I can understand that because you know, if if he wins and says, "Okay." Um, we're back to 50-50 on both of these projects. I have to actually deal with you, and I don't like you anymore. <laughs> so you don't want to be partners with somebody that you're not happy right. with, no matter who's the, at, at fault or whatever it is. So it was going to go one way, one way or the other, and seeing one of the factories was the name of that person, how does, how, how does that play out? So anyway, it, the good news is that the case is closed, and... Both parties can move on to making great cigars and continue the great things that they do anyway. And maybe people learned a lesson, I hope, whatever, and do the right thing. Um, last week, uh, you weren't here, Chuck. And you talk about this industry being fun and, and sort of addictive. I, I was looking forward all week to coming back. I mean, yeah. this is great. This is great. Part of which was to hear how last week went. I know there was a big scavenger hunt. Yeah, was, cigars played an instrument. Oh yeah, we're role. gonna have we're gonna have Fred Smith on oh. in just a few minutes to talk about the Can't wild wait. and craziness. I made a YouTube video. Rare. Uh, well, uh, Dave and I, after the show, we wrapped up and we're like, you know, do we want to go out and make ten stops? No. Let's look at the list. Oh, giant slip and slide. Let's go there. So we went to the giant slip and slide because we figured, you know, we'd see some tops come off or whatever. That's what I figured. <laughs> I don't want to get Dave in trouble with his wife. He did not figure that, Laurie. It was all me. So we get there, and I look at the slip and slide, and I say to David, I bet I can go down that thing standing up. 
and not get my jacket wet. He actually said it before we got there, not even knowing how big and massive this was. Although it was called the giant slip and slide, and knowing Fred Smith, you know the thing was going to be giant. 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 Not even giant. It had two two hills. <laughs> like It was a roller coaster as far as slip and slides yeah. go. It was like the P.S. de la Ristance, yeah. or however you say it. Yeah. So we get there, and I kind of want to take go back on my word and be like, no, 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 I was just kidding. But Dave gets there and he goes, there's no way you can go down this thing. Now it's on. He said, I can't do it. We grab the camera. We start filming. And, of course, it's Mr. Jonathan from the Cigar Authority filming another manly moment. And first try, all yeah, the way down. Standing on his feet was crazy. We saw the video Ten this second morning. try, yep. You guys, got listening, you've got to check this video out. Give up, where, where can they find this? Is it up on the Cigar Authority? Is it on it your will be page? up on the Cigar Authority. I'm working with the web guy now to, to embed it. Uh, but right now you can go to my YouTube page, Mr. Jonathan DJ, all one word, uh, and it's the first video up there. Okay, one other thing we talked about is during the week be- before the show started, I had some eye surgery done. <laughs> And I don't have that mailbag. Why are you laughing? Yes, you do. You have no, this right. is a different one. This oh, really? Is the one. So, uh, <laughs> well, Mr. Jonathan brings it up. It's radio for the most part. Other than the people catching us on Ustream. The diehards. So he's like, okay, elephant in the room. Uh, what the hell happened? <laughs> and he knows what happened, but he has to bring it up. And I go, it's radio. Can you just leave it alone? No. You're all black and blue. You look like you had a fight with Ms. Mike Tyson or something. What the hell happened? So I said, I had some eye surgery, blah, blah, blah. Well, eye surgery, it's cosmetic surgery, but it's not to make me look prettier. It's to... He still I, looks like a senior citizen. Don't get us wrong. Um, we'll get into that in the next <laughs> segment. But my eyelid, above my eyelid, actually went over my eye. And it's as years would go on, it gets blocking and blocking, blocking more of my vision. And the, the eye doctor uh, for my glasses would say all the time, it's getting worse and worse, and you're losing your sight on the left and right because it's blocking, like the shades are coming down. So he says, you know, what you do is go for eyelid surgery, and they actually cut your eyelid off, and then they sew it back up and, and take that extra skin that's hanging off. The thing is, Chuck, yeah, you could... Tell the story kind of the quick way, or you can get into graphic detail you need about the details, what it which sounds I did, like which I did last week. when your eyelid gets cut, and referring back to rubber bands. And are you awake during this? You're totally awake. There's no. I'm out. And there's no I'm out. No narcotic at all. Blind. I'm going blind. He's, he's, I'm out. I'm out. And when and when they cut the lid off. The, after he cut one, he said, I'm going to go cut the other one, and we'll sew this one up left. So, and I said, what do I do with my eyelid? And he says, just rest it. Don't squeeze it together. Just rest it. Well, I rest it down, and I can see because it's cut. A hole is cut out. I can see through his eyelid. Through my eyelid, and I'm freaking out. So anyway, I tell the story, and oh I don't want to get. God. I don't Would you get... like me to read it? Because you struggle with the reading sometimes. So All right, so Cigar Craig sends David an email saying, I was listening to the latest show this morning on my commute and almost had to pull over when you got into this description of your eyelid procedure. I suppressed wave after wave of nausea. <laughs> Thanks for that. You just don't usually get that sort of visceral reaction from a cigar-related podcast. I hope your recovery is complete, and it is all worth it in the long run. I'm sure it will be. Best. Cigar Craig. Oh, cool. Thank you for that, Craig, because we all suffer bouts of <laughs> nausea when David tells that story. <laughs> it was funny. 
It, it was, it, wow. but, but uh, he asked the question. I told the story, and I didn't realize I was getting as graphic as I was. But <laughs> it, was it was pretty gross, anyway. Now, the other, the other interesting thing we got in our mailbox was uh, a question about our Dos Ombre commercial. Oh, Chuck, this is for you. All right. Uh, the question in the commercial goes like this, and we're going to have to listen to this today and see if we have it backwards. You don't have to spend a lot for a good cigar, and then we yell out "True." true. Well, uh, when you say that. It's not true anymore, thanks to Dos Ombre. It seems like it's backwards to the writer. So uh, we're going to have to listen to that and see if the commercial makes it's sense. Not so it's not true anymore. The answer would be, well, it's true now. Well, you do have to spend a lot for a good cigar, which should have been the question. True. You don't well, that's not true anymore because it's a we got a double negative going on. It's reversing uh, it. You don't have to so. spend a lot for a good cigar. True. true. Yeah, so, not, you, so you're you, implying that you could get cigars cheap, true, and then you say it's not true anymore, making it sound like Dos Ombre is triple the price. We gotta we gotta switch uh, that around. Well, and if it, it's true, if it's true, if it's true, we we'll have to listen to it really good and see. And I'm and I'm sure he is right, and and we did terrible. But that leads us to the point where we have to do some new commercials anyway. Yes, we have some other. We've sponsors. got Moe's Mo's on. Uh, yeah. So we'll be taping some new commercials. Look forward to those coming out. And we'll clean up some of the old ones. So whenever your schedule, Mr. Do it this week. Do it this week. Okay. I'm in. So that's uh, and uh, more uh, mailbag. More mailbag. More mailbag. Yeah. So anybody wants to send us stuff, we want to hear it, especially if we're doing something wrong, because we want to do everything. We never do anything wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's how we feel. So these people catch us on what's wrong. So send it to ads. ADS. We need, a new, we need like a, a separate like uh, feedback or something, don't you think? Right. Ads is kind of like. I know it because it's the only thing we have. That's we'll all we well, we, I believe we also have Dave at two guys. Uh, Dave at um, Cigar Authority. I don't know about that. I'm pretty sure. Let's just stick with ads. So ads at thecigarauthority.com. Yeah, ads at thecigarauthority.com. Write to us. Tell, tell us what you think. You can also just go on to thecigarauthority.com and make a comment there. Uh, let us know you're out there. Let us know you hear us, and uh, tell us what's wrong. All right. So this final one here, had to let you guys know what I thought about your cigars, in parentheses, Dos Ombres. Mm. I have had better cigars, but not at this price ever. I always had to give up something in order to, in order not to leave my wallet at the cigar store. Interesting point. Usually, it was construction. Or about halfway through the cigar, they began to taste like expletive deleted. Uh, or they would start to unravel, or they would be too tight, list of other things that could potentially go wrong, like uneven burn. Uh, and so uh, Boy. the writer says, yeah, I'm having a hard time yeah, now. Yeah, you read much better than <laughs> he's I do. Got, he's got swears in the email, so, so I'm, trying, I'm skipping. These cigars are beautiful, no loose tobacco, no wrappers coming off, and a nice tight feel to boot. They were a little strong for my taste, but once I adjusted to them, they were heaven. I can't wait to come home from work. Just to light up a stick, they were that good. Wow. When I used to light up my cigars in my Humi, I would be good for at least one bundle of these firecrackers every month. I can't wait to try the Dominicans and Nicaraguans. And thank you for being so honest and helpful with me on the telephone. I appreciate it sincerely, Mr. Kaufman. So uh, this gentleman apparently is a phone-in or off of your website purchaser of Dos Ombres. And was dealing he must with, have heard about his talk on the show or something. Well, I want to give Eric a plug because I, it looks like, judging by the email that he sent, it, that he was talking directly to Eric at Two Guys Smoke Shop, yeah. who apparently took care of him. So thank you very much, Eric, from here in Nashua. Absolutely. Who I know listens to the show every week. Otherwise, he'd be fired. 
and he's usually here when we ever do it in Nashville, but he's not here today, but that's okay. Took a day off. It's he's right. done. Slacker. Slacker. We'll just, we'll just correct, correct his uh, paycheck this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, Guinness Book of World Record holder Fred Smith, who was here last week with us, joins us. Uh, we interview the doctor who has come out with his own cigar line. We got events, promotions, and we got the Orac guy, and we got, don't they look like almost brothers? They, they could look, be brothers. They could be brothers. Brothers from another mother. There we go. We're coming back. We'll <laughs> stick around. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I'd like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys Smoke Shop is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's stogie heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1, off Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Seabrook, and Nashua, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free New Hampshire or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. We ship cigars everywhere and single cigars, too. Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's stogie heaven. Have you been arguing with your wife about the smell of your cigar smoking? My name is John Sullivan. I can make all that go away with a revolutionary new product called the Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. This is Mr. Jonathan. I used to get crap from the wife all the time about the smell of my cigar smoking coming up from my studio. But that has all stopped since I got my Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. Not only does the Auric Air purifier totally eliminate the smell of your cigars but also dust and dander bacteria and mold including spores and pollen i'd like to invite you to come see it for yourself and let me personally show you how simple i can fix your problem the auric clean home center is located at 8 spitbrook road at the corner of the dw highway in nashua new hampshire right across the street from two guys smoke shop visit my friend john sullivan in nashua new hampshire or call us at 603-595-2122 that's 603-595-2122 auric simply amazing since 63 There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran. Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily, Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles, and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo. 2283 has it certified. One taste, and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back, and it's 2283. 
Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago. But today, it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, men who go to bed with itchy bum wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing, it's what some call the modern-day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra, a little fun, and a whole lot of flavor. Zing. Okay, we are back here live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. This is the Cigar Authority, a show of guys hanging around the cigar store. This is what they talk about. This is how it works in a cigar store, enjoying fine cigars, talking about things that happened during the week and uh, with us this week is Fred Smith and what a week it was last week we broadcasted live from here as the Smith Fest went on and it was a Guinness Book of World Record breaker for the largest scavenger hunt ever and uh, you did it for charity raised fifty thousand dollars holy congratulations let me shake your hand what a show I got to tell you you are a promoter like I have never seen it's unbelievable what you did Thanks, Dave. I appreciate it. That number, $50,000, actually uh, opened a lot of our eyes even uh, after we figured out the numbers. We were like, wow, the number's even bigger than we expected. Wow. Uh, we, inside, with our board members, it had a private goal of around 30000 So when the number got close to fifty, which is 10 times what we did last year. Last year, we did about $5,000, and this year, we did $50,000. What so growth? 10 times what we did last year. Just it. Um, I know... Just my board members, it brought a little tear to all of our eyes, you know, emotional, how, yeah. all our hard work, and you see, you know, all of a sudden, you know, it pay off, and when you d- talk to the people who it actually touches and the organizations, and you say, they expected, you know, oh, we expected 2500 or 3000 and, you, you know, you tell them, you know, we're going to split 50 and each one of them you're going to get around $25,000, like, you know, to hear their voices and kind of like, you know, surprising their voices really makes us feel good. And also the 500 people that played a part in it, I'll tell you, they were all pumped up for it. It was it was an unbelievable thing to see, and we're going to get into all the crazy things they did and everything. But what they did was something for charity, and this was better than any walk for charity. Oh, absolutely. Or, or any kind of drive like yeah. that. This Sponsor thing was me the... 25 cents per lap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. No, let about, me take my top off to make $5,000. Done. Boy, talk about Sir, taking it. Sir, please put your shirt back on. Thank you. Right, right. Uh, you took it to, an, to another level. It was so interesting to see. This is four years going, and what started off as a family little get-together scavenger hunt 
into SmithFest, the world's largest. This is proven. Guinness Book of World's yeah, Records. Yeah, we're waiting for the official um, word back, but the numbers look, the numbers are definitely, I mean, we almost doubled. Where uh, started and finished was 84 teams started and finished. Okay. Uh, started and finished is different than just started. Right. As you know, some people get a little distracted throughout the day and just don't quite. Uh, fulfill their well, needs of finishing the, the hunt. But we, um, we were at the tail end of it. We were there at the, the after party when everybody had to show up, and, and they were exhausted. This it, was an, a, an all-day scavenger hunt, crazy amount of work, running around like crazy. It's the amount of stuff, as you see, I know you've got a small glimpse of some of the photos, and I know you were there that night, and you get to look at some of the photo boards. It's We touch on everything. So we have people in swimming pools in Chemsford. We have people... You know, doing stops here in Nashua and Who's then out idea? in Tewksbury parking cars. And Whose idea was it to wear a baby, uh, an adult diaper, and drink four ounces of milk? That was the craziest one. Well, <laughs> it's funny. Okay, there was, was a first, lot of crazy ones. Was, I don't know what the craziest. And that's Shaw Farms, another one of our sponsors. And, you know, we like to find funny ways to, you know, advertise our sponsors and give back a little bit. And at first it was, you know, how do, we're just going to have them chug milk. And then it was like, well, how do we make that a little more fun? So we said to ourselves, well, we can maybe use in baby bottles. Baby balls, and believe me, we sat in the boardroom, and we tried it, and it was not easy, and it was not a pretty sight. So we found the right nibbles that allowed a little bit of range where it wouldn't take a full half hour to get four ounces down. All right. But then the, the diapers, right nipples, the, the, diapers yeah. the diapers actually came. Um, we were doing something with what they call the Wish Project. It's a local organization, another charity organization that gives back to the community. And she said, I have thousands of these adult diapers that I can't get rid of. And she's like, you're more than welcome to have them. So then we said, oh, we'll take all of them because I'm sure over the years we're going to find a way yeah, to put absolutely. these to good use. All right, this is my favorite one, and David's going to kill me for even saying Oh, it. God. So we're leaving here. We're on our way to the Giants. True slide. story. This is uh, – this is. I don't know if I want to hear it. We this, get, this left a mark. <laughs> yeah, we get stopped Well, I have, by, I have a picture here, which is probably <laughs> what it was all about. But go ahead. We, we, uh, we get stopped by – a very four, attractive girl. Four of them out there, and then, you know, the Which rest like of her. Yeah, the other, the rest of her other halves, we'll call them, came up, and they said we need to take a compromising picture with someone, and they go right to David, and so. Well, I said because you were nice enough to give me the information not to open till we were leaving, so we would know where to go, and I read that you had to do something to a fireman, and I thought they were going to make me put on the. Um, what are, oh, the, the thong, thong, the Smith Fest right. thong. And I said, I'm not a fireman. And she says, yeah, I know that. I need to take a, a compromising picture with you. Go ahead. Yeah, so David says, no, 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 take it with Ed. Because Ed's standing right there, and Ed's like, no, no, no. And they both stop, and they look at me. They go, you do everything compromising in your whole life. You, you take the it. picture. And I'm like, all right, I'm all in. And they say, no. They, they look at me. They go, no, no, no. We gotta it has to him. be with an elderly person. Oh, Oh, well, let me man. tell you, I've been hearing about this all week long. Now, Phone was, calls in the middle of the night. Do you, do you think I'm really elderly? Am I elderly? I'm, oh. I'm 51 years old, and you know what? I'm fat, I'm short, I'm ugly. You can call me a lot of different things. But seriously, would you look at me across the street and say, that elderly guy across the street? There's a lot of different adjectives you could use, but don't go with elderly. And oh. it's the, you, you think it wouldn't be the most hurtful, but it certainly is, because I'm not. <laughs> I just and, had, I just had I cosmetic play. eye surgery, you know. And you look beautiful. Thank you. I mean, yeah. I, I mean well, also, also at the time, he did look like he had just been hit in the face with a two-by-four. So he did have surgery. Made it, surgery, look older. Made it yeah. bring it in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I was carrying some heavy stuff back to the car at the time and everything. Giant dumbbells. He was lifting them with one hand. I mean, he really <laughs> didn't look elderly at all. He should have been in the gym tan laundry. He looked like just photo. a chubby Jack LaLanne as he was walking, lifting the weights.
But do you... <laughs> elderly, I need to take a picture with more an elderly more person. Importantly, more importantly, did you get in the sexual picture with these hot uh, women? No, I said I'm Hold not on. elderly. I go, I said some, Listen, some bad four, words. Can I say something? Yeah. If four unbelievably sexy women. No, no, only, one on. of the, only one of them was like about an eight. Okay. The rest of them were so even negative one, numbers. Even one eight came up to me and she said, Fred, you're an elderly guy. Can I get you in a sexual position? Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I whatever, was all in. Whatever you want to call me. I laid right on no the ground. Way. Yeah. That <laughs> whatever you want to call me, sure. Short, fat, ugly, round, elderly. Uh, I was okay with all that other stuff. <laughs> the elderly thing that left a mark. Well, neither of us <laughs> are 51 either. So as he's cresting over into 51 elderly. 51 is the new called. 39. I don't know about that. It's the new 39. Hey, let's get back let's not just rip up here on on Dave let's uh, get to something right now and I and I listened to the whole spiel about the slip and slide and how you made a video a few minutes ago I did and yeah. the manly way to go down this giant slip and slide but in a suit after watching the video a few times I said to myself I mean if it was really manly would he put his hand down he had to or he was gonna fall over I'm just saying <laughs> I'm not I'm just saying I think a manly man would have went down without putting his well, hand down. I'll That's just me. This. I'll tell you this. That's just me. I, I, I will it's my opinion. I will challenge anyone back at that spot. We'll set the slip and slide back up at my expense if they think they can go down without putting their hand down in their best suit. I'm all in. I'm not looking for and, challenges. And that was I your mean, best suit. The opportunity was, was there. Was the, best the hand went down. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm looking back at, at reality right now. Not what may be, but what actually happened. I'm looking at a pillow fight. <laughs> pillow fights were part of it. In their underwear. It had to be in their underwear. Pillow fight in your underwear, actually. And actually, I think you have a photo in there that people were pillow fighting in their underwear, actually, in your parking lot. Yes. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, we had people standing on police cruisers, which is a uh, very funny thing. Like on, surfing a, a police cruiser. Surfing, a real and it had police to be cruiser. Teen Wolf style. Like, I don't remember the yes. movie Teen Wolf, but actually in the thing it said Teen Wolf style. So, I mean, now people the, had to be the, on the hood. This can get you three to five, probably. Oh, yeah, you're getting a fine. The police yeah. were unbelievable. I have to thank them all. The, the local police and firefighters were awesome. They were uh, understanding of the children's charities that we're raising money for and what we're doing. Um, we have firefighters in thongs, as we just spoke about. What's going on here? That there is what we call the dog walk. So what happened was we decided that we'd have teams put a hot dog in their mouths and do a wheelbarrow race through 70 gallons of ketchup, mustard, and relish. So they had to actually go through this and uh, I, try I, not to get messy. I would have vomited because <laughs> I can't stand the smell of ketchup. But that was the dog walk. Ketchup. That was one of our fun stops. These are, you got to do all these things. you got to do them all. In order to the, be the main stops, which that is one of them, and like here we did the telephone with the cigar boxes. Yeah. The 12 main stops you must do to win. Um, if you don't complete so, those 12 stops, you cannot win. So when you say the people that finished, those all those people, the 80 something groups, 84. Or 84 groups, they all did all those. Things. Um, some of them did not complete all 12, oh, no? but almost I would say probably 85% finished all 12 locations. Here's the elderly man doing something naughty. In Dunkin' Donuts, um, with and it was extra in points. The front window of a Dunkin' Donuts. Let's make a point though. The it was guy's extra elderly. points. He's elderly. Do you see what's in his hand though? Oh yeah. There's a banana. Yeah. Well, the the actual clue was uh, sexual position with an elderly person. Extra points if they had a banana in the photo. Oh, so that some people actually why were... that giant banana was poking out of my... That's right. ...in the picture. Right, so uh -huh. it was kind of interesting because what happens then was people would be like, excuse me, sir, and the guy, they'd be like, can you hold my banana? And then behind them, you see, like, these two wild, like, bend each other over in the background. And the guy didn't even know this elderly guy has no idea what's going on. And they're in the background, and he's holding the banana, and they're in this sexual position behind him, like, some of the photos people get. It... I saw them as they were being taken. I saw a lot of these photos being taken, and I can't believe that a, a person would say, yes, 
All right, you know, let's give this a try. I'm a big fan of elephants in the room. We are on a cigar show called the Cigar Authority. We're smoking short cigars, and Fred Smith is smoking a long cigar. I noticed he came in with cigars. I came in with two presents, actually. Have a different crest than what uh, we're used to seeing on cigars. I came in with two presents that are actually presents to me. But I felt like I needed to feel like a a, a Mr. Perdomo or a right. Eric Hansen of yeah, the day, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I felt like, you know what, I'm going to come in and I'm going to present you guys with, with Smith Fest Cigars. I'm on it. Which were, were wow. given to me as That's... gifts uh, from, obviously, Mr. Garofalo here uh, for my event because we had a cigar patio, let's speak about. Yes. Which was part of a sponsorship that I thank you, Dave, as being part of one of our sponsors. I, I'd love and, to do it. I'm going to put down my CNC Corojo, which I love very much. But in honor of you being here, I'm going to spark this this up because I, I actually know it's a good cigar. Oh, it's a very good cigar. Yeah. I'm actually yeah. um, enjoying them thoroughly. Um, and so we had this patio, as like I said, and you yeah. sponsored the event and helped us raise that $50,000, which I can't thank you enough. Happy and uh, as you know, we like to give back to our sponsors, and I think that's what separates us right now from a lot of these other people, that right. we really make a real good effort at trying to find ways to make our sponsors not only enjoy our event and see that they're donating to great causes, but also try to give back to their cause. I'm going to hold on to mine and smoke it at next year's Smith Fest. I think. Oh, really? That's going to be my thing. Oh, like that's kind of like a throwback. He's going to smoke the throwback cigar That's next what I'm going to do, yes. But excuse me, I have a throwback. And nobody's going to have one out. you because you're going to have a, end up smoking. If there's any left, you're going to have Oh, yeah, so them. I'll be the only one. Me and you will probably be the only ones. There you go. So, uh, you know, so we had this patio, which I think everybody thoroughly enjoyed. And what well, happened was we had these. More importantly than the patio, uh -oh. you had someone selling cigars that was, let's say on a scale of 1 to 10, she was like 3,421. Out of ten. It was kind of funny because I think the way I was pulled aside for the first time by Mr. Jonathan and, and Dave was, excuse me, can we speak with you? And I was like, oh, no, something, yeah, something's, something's wrong. wrong. Like, they've never given me the can we speak with you moment. And I'm like, oh, no, here we go. Everything's going private, well. And private meeting, I got 800 people meeting. in the building. And, and can we speak with you? And all of a sudden I got this, hey, uh, where'd you make her? And I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean make her? Oh, I get it now. Where did I make her? I get it now. Yes. She is actually a very beautiful young lady from Brian's Ivy Hall, another sponsor, which we actually did the uh, car show with. Yeah. Um, and helped us uh, donate to the car show. And we, we did also the car donated show with pretty girls to that one, too. I, if also, I, she was a volunteer for the night. Yep, donated girls the day of the car show as well. And she came down and volunteered. And um, girls aren't people, they're possessions. You can just donate them. <laughs> as a Speaking of pretty girls. So what's happening in this picture right here? That is um, a movie quote. We give him ten interpretations for pictures, which are really fun because people can do whatever they want. All right, watch your language in this one. Remember we're on the movie quote is, I crap bigger than you. And the movie it was from, I, I apologize, I don't remember. Um, but what's going on there is two very attractive young ladies. Are, one is pooping in a full-size toilet and one is pooping in a kid-sized toilet, it looks like, <laughs> and they're in the bathroom with Smith Vest shirts on, and they just don't care. So that's their interpretation. That now, was their interpretation. Now I'm going to go into interpretation number two. Okay. And what do we, <laughs> that and what is do we a, have here? That, that, right that is a bare bottom. Good thing there's no um, faces on those pictures. Don't go too close. Um, 
So that is a bare bottom, um, which looks like someone threw something in the toilet, I would say, that, to make it look like a well, uh, she wins. Loopa. Yeah, she wins. so that is a different interpretation, which now, is... And uh, as long as they do it, that's it. There's not a best The interpretations picture. are uh, strictly interpretations. As long as we feel it's reasonably interpreted in some way, manner, they but, would get the points for that. Let stuff. me add something to your thing. Maybe next year the best interpretation of these different things gets some sort of award, because how original is it? You know, both of them are very original. It's yes, and we and we have uh, in the past had best photos. This year we did not, um, only due to a little time constraint we ran into. Okay, but um, we do do best not, photos. Not that there wasn't enough going on. But sure. No, no, no. Let me but add some stuff to the pile of crap. Let's not got. let's not throw that one on too close to the camera. But yeah, we can talk about that one else. One of the photos is a um, covering a part of your body with a black sensor bar, like you would see in a movie. Yeah. Um, you know that wasn't on HBO. Right. Um. And that there is somebody writing censored on their arm, covering someone's tatas. Um, you know, as you know, <laughs> Smithfest is a 21-plus event, and people get a little frisky. They sure did. Unless here is the case of a police cruiser we talked about surfing a police cruiser. This is not this a police cruiser. cruiser, cruiser, though. This is, this this is, is a mobile this operations is, unit. Yep, this is the mobile operations unit. And once again... Um, Smithfester's Smith fine ways. There's a guy on the roof. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's on top of the roof of the mobile unit. And Smithfester's fine ways, they want their points. As we talked about, points are worth the... Um, I can't t- say what they're David worth. David made actually. a couple of jokes points. to a couple of pretty girls saying, you get bonus points if you take your top off. And girls just started removing clothes. Where He actually blew it up and said we, he was kidding just before the money shot. But, but it was all about points. They would do anything. All about points. points. And really quickly, back to the $50,000, not to go back, but um, the charities that we did raise that money for, I would like to mention really yes. quickly. Um, and there are two great children charities that our board of directors, which I can't think enough, by the way. My planning board and my board of directors are unbelievable. They go countless days, uh, no sleep, to put on this event. As you know, um, they're all full-time employees at other jobs. Um, and they all have children, and so all of us across the board, we all have other things in our lives that we do besides throw this event. We're not a full-time hospital that's throwing these events yeah. and stuff like that. And um, we raised money this year. They chose the Make-A-Wish Foundation of Massachusetts and Rhode Island and also um, Families of Spinal Muscular Atrophy, which is the number one genetic killer in children uh, under the age of two, which has a close tie to myself um, with a family that we yeah. did a nice tribute to. Um, the coolest family is a great family. Um, very strong people. They've they've made me a stronger person. I think everybody that was involved in my event has learned a lot about um, that genetic disease and how it affects people. So, Unbelievable and very nice project of, of what you did and having everybody have that kind of amount of fun doing it. And I'm sure it's a ton, ton of work. But now you plan next year right away. We, yeah, we start planning and, you know, obviously putting back little packets together for our sponsors as of right now. And thank you letters go out and all that stuff and reconciling numbers and, and figure out what we did right and, you know, the things that we did wrong, which is always, you know, some things. But, you know, as long as everybody leaves with a smile on our face, we feel like we did a pretty good job. And I think most of our sponsors, patrons, and the beneficiaries are all pretty happy. Right well, now. I'll tell you, we want a group next next year for yeah. sure. Two Guys Smoke Shop is putting together a team. Watch out. Watch out. They so, want a uh, team. And, uh, I know. I've, I've heard the word already. And, and the same thing comes from all these teams. It's funny that they always say to me, now we know we're going to win. And because I kind of look at them. It out. We figured it out. But oh, so yeah. did everybody else. Every, oh, they, they all figured it out, Dave. That's <laughs> yeah. the funniest part. Now, we can speak and about you're it. And cha- they figured out what happened this year. But all year, you're going to change different and, things. And, and I have no rules. There's no rules except the ones I put in place. Right. So people think, oh, it's like baseball. Like, you hit the ball, you're on the first. 
Yeah. Like, no, we can run to center field if we want, and I can, like, make <laughs> yeah. you jump over the green monster. Like, it, it, there's no rules. Like, I have their Fred Smith's rules or Smithfest rules or whatever we decide so they're awesome. going to be. Kind of like the whole kidnapping thing, which I, we spoke a little bit about last week, I believe, is that we actually took one teammate at the beginning of the event. Yes, day, and we yes. removed them from the hall. Nobody had any idea what we are doing. This is how the event started. So we say, all right, at this time, you know, same thing like we always do. We're going to have one person you know, do a, uh, uh, a task just to separate you so that way we're not all running out the door at the same time and, you know, and hurting people and creating all kinds of chaos. And they said, oh, okay. I said, but here's the thing. You might get wet. So what I need you to do is I take out your cell phones or your watches and stuff like that. I don't want you ruining stuff, you know, so they're like, oh, yeah, no problem. You yeah, might they, get wet. Yeah, yeah. No one's getting wet. So so here's the deal. So they take out, oh, here, like for me and Dave are on the team. Hey, Dave, can you hold my cell phone? I'm going to go and do this task, you know, just I'll get it later. They go out in the front hall. We close the doors. Now everybody else is inside. I read the rules, and after I go. All right, now here's the deal. They like, look at me. They're like, what? And I'm like, I just took your teammate and put him on a bus and just shipped him to a remote location. They're like. They have no cell phone. And I go, and they have no cell phones. And they're all like, go, no, what no. do we got to do? Now the, and you have to have them. So all four it, people and have all to four be present. people have to be present to do anything. So now they're like, now all these people that were like, all right, listen, here's our plan. We're going to walk out the door. We're going to sit down. We're going to figure it all out, and then we're going to go. I just threw a whole wrench in their day. Yeah. Now it's like, we can't do anything until we find this person. So now they go there and they tunnel vision. Now it distracts them completely their idea of what they thought yeah. Smithfest was. And all deals are off. Start from scratch again. Now to get bring in two you... guys part of that was they get to the Songies Arena where they were on buses. And they how did they the... figure that out? How would they ever figure What happened was then we did do a starting task. And once they completed that starting task, we gave them a clue to find their person. Okay. So once they found their person, which they were on the Bustonian, which we didn't just take them on yellow school buses. These are party buses like you know you would have a a bachelor party or a bachelorette party stripper poles and loud music and craziness so they're on there they're dancing they're out the windows at I the changed my mind. i want to dj in one of those next year <laughs> so they're out the windows waving their shirts like come save us and stuff so i pulled the song they're out the windows people are screaming the music cranking but one of the clues was a, a phone number which was for two guys smoke shop to bring them here and what that phone number said was hey were you at the song arena did you happen to look up so what happens is they get tunnel vision, like, all right, we're going to get our person. They grab a person. They take off. They know one of the answers. So they're like, let's go to the Florida Lee and Tingsboro. We know the answer. So they go to Tingsboro. Then they say, hey, call that phone number. It says, hey, when you were at the Songus Arena, did you look up? And they're like, oh, no, we got to go back to the Songus Arena. So now they double back to look up at the Jumbotron, which had your logo on it yeah. and mine, and said, you need to go to Nashua. So now they were in Tingsboro. They had to double back to Lowell, the Songus Arena, and now they have to double back to Nashua. So... Here's the thing is, like, now you're wasting time, and that's what we do. Yeah. We throw wrenches in their day to say, hey, you Slow better be. Down. You Slow better, them down. Yeah, pay attention, because if you miss something, it's going to cost you first place. So we, we create those kind of havoc. Let me I ask don't know you. If you guys can hear I the hear bumper you. music, okay? Let me ask you, is, uh, was anybody left behind that they never found the person? There was there? one girl left, um, <laughs> at the, not, not <laughs> left open. fully behind. Yeah. But she sat and she said, Fred, I know my team's coming. And I'm like, your team's done this before. She goes, I know they're coming. They stuck with the strategy. The strategy was figure it all out no matter what happens and then move from there. So she's like, I know they're coming. And they came. She's like, and they actually finished in the top six. They finished sixth really? place. And, um, you know, they stuck with the whole scenario of what they were going to do. And she knew. She's like, I know what they're doing, but they're coming. All right. So, yeah, it was it was a great time. And Winning I can't team? Thank everybody. Winning team was a two-time champion by 30 points last year by five, this year by 30. Wow. And, and still Smithfest champions, four young men called Who Better. And uh, they're going to return next year, and they're going to try to three-peat. So there's a, there's a team that beat for Everybody sure. Everybody is out for them, believe and, me. And what do they do? Are they 
military guys? No, or? they're just four four young fellas. They're probably in their mid twenties, and and they just they put their head down and they go. And they, they play and to they, win, and they don't joke around. And everybody wants them. Everybody's uh-huh. against them right now. All right, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, the doctor is in the house, and uh, with his new cigar, we'll interview him, John Sullivan from Orec. Uh, joins us, and he tells you uh, you can take a man to the moon. Can you take smoke out of a room? He says yes. We'll tell him uh, we'll get the answers of how to do that. So stick around. You'll get all those answers and more. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Attention all business owners and entrepreneurs looking to grow your business or increase sales. Well, here's your chance to get in on the ground floor of our exclusive radio show, The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority is broadcast across four powerful radio stations throughout New England and across the globe via podcast and live video stream. Team up with the Cigar Authority Radio Network and start connecting with our vast and dynamic audience of educated consumers with disposable income. For advertising and business opportunities designed to take your business to the next level, call me, Chuck Morrison, today at 603-630-8041. That's 603-630-8041. Or send us an email at ads at thecigarauthority.com. Look, if there's one thing that's true about the Cigar Authority listeners, it's that they all enjoy the finer things in life. And that most certainly includes your product or service. True or false? You don't have to spend a lot for a great cigar. True! Well, it's not true anymore, thanks to Dos Ombre Cigars. For over 20 years now, Dos Ombre has been the best bang for your buck brand, period. And with Dos Ombre, there's something for everyone. Try the mild white-banded Dos Ombre Dominican, or the fuller-body green-banded Dos Ombre Nicaraguan, or how about the red-banded Dos Ombre Honduran, available in natural or deep dark Maduro. Now with sizes for everyone, there's something for everyone. Handmade, long-filled, premium cigars in cost-saving bundles because you can't smoke the box. Dos Ombre, the best bang for your buck premium cigar, period. Now available in flavors. Try Dos Ombre flavors for something sweet. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. The back of the box is where all the bull goes. But in this case, there's no box. It's a bundle, a bundle of Desperado cigars. As a matter of fact, there's no band, no fancy ads, no promotions, or any bull at all. Because that costs money. And Desperado cigars are about saving you money. These are not first quality cigars. Not seamless, not perfect, or spectacular in any way. They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second quality tobacco made in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money, they'll smoke pretty well, and they are so affordable it wouldn't kill you 
to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. This is the WWZN Boston. This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Go, The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about. Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're going to see some serious Awesome. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? It's us. We're the Cigar Authority. We want to have some fun. We are here live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. We're going to go on to the uh, next cigar of the day. And this is uh, something we haven't tried before. It is Room 101's limited edition Namakubi. We've been talking saying about that right? this cigar for about three months now. That's right. That's this awesome. Is just introduced. It's a limited series, the new Room 101 limited edition Namakubi edition. Um, nice. You know what that means, Mr. Jonathan? Namakumbi? I'm going to say uh, the love of all things beautiful. The love of all things beautiful. Doesn't that sound nice? That would be a nice thing to say, but it really means freshly severed heads. Oh, so it means the exact opposite. The exact opposite of what you said. (laughs) Um, Depends on what country you're in. Right. Well, yeah. Um, There is um, these uh, 20 limited edition cigars uh, uh, are banded carefully and prepared for your enjoyment. Uh, It is uh, a compromising, uh, beautiful surprise. We'll see what that is all about. They have made um, 4,400 boxes of these, and it's a one-time thing. That's it. Um, the size we're smoking here, which is the 6x44 called the Timuron, retails for $8. There's 1,000 boxes made of those. They have a Churchill, a 7x48. They have a 5x60. They have a 4x48, and those numbers are 4 inches by 48 ring gauge. A ring gauge is 164th of an inch, so not quite an inch around. And um, the uh, the small version is maybe the one you want to get a hold of. The 4x42, uh, they've only made 400 boxes of those. Everything else is 1,000 boxes of them to equal 4,400 boxes of them, never to be produced again. Um, So we'll see what we think of that. It's supposed to be a medium to full-bodied cigar. Um, And this is the first time smoking it and seeing what it's all about. So let's see. This is Room 101. Uh, a Room product. 101 is a, it's a Camacho product? Is Camacho right? product made in Honduras. And Which it, is Christian Aroa, but all made by the Davidoff factory. For Matt Booth. Uh, Matt Booth is a designer out of California. And uh, he's actually going to be at Two Guys Smoke Shop on October 19th. That's uh, next Wednesday. Uh, he's coming in, and we're going to bring him from store to store. He's going to be at Salem in the morning. He's going to be in Seabrook. Uh, late in the day, and we'll probably squeeze them in Nashua sometime in between uh, and get them to all three stores to introduce um, this cigar along with uh, some new things that he has coming out, special uh, one-day 
type cigars. So if you want to see Matt Booth and this cigar along with whatever he's bringing along with him, Wednesday, October 19th is the time to see him. Uh, quick hello, Mr. Jonathan, for the stations picking us up here. We are being picked up by WWZN AM 1510, the revolution in Boston. WGHM 900, the game in Nashua, New Hampshire. Right here we are, we are broadcasting from, in fact. WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, and WGAM 1250, ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire, along with video streaming across the across the world. Yeah, like you said. Across the globe. Exactly. Via Ustream.tv, podcasted for your downloading and listening convenience on Podbean.com, and of course, on demand each and every one of our products. Now that we've got a new web guy. On the CigarAuthority.com, and I have to say, Tom is doing a heck of a job. All right, we'll see. He's got a lot more to do, and you're going to see a lot of growth with the Cigar Authority. We've got um, more places to go. We'll, we'll uh, tell some of those stories next week of uh, the, the growth of the Cigar Authority and where we're going to go. Uh, we're shooting for every cigar store in the country. We'll see if we can pull that off. Um, with us today uh, is a, an advertiser. And uh, a product that I use and love, actually. He's right across the street here from the Nashua location on Spitbrook Road. And it's John Sullivan from Warwick. How are you? Hi, John. How Thanks for Dave? joining us. John. How are you, Jonathan? And, uh, you know, customers all the time, they come in. And, you know, we have a very sophisticated uh, system here that, that takes the smoke out of it. Uh $35,000 oh, yeah. to put the system that, that goes in here. But for your house, a lot of people aren't going to go for the $35,000 model, and they decide to light up a candle in their house or something, or crack a window, or they're going to end up giving up, and they go into the garage, and as it gets colder, they're outside completely, and their clothes stink, and it's really well, ends it's up... Well, like, it's like our commercial for Oryx says. You get crap from the wife. And right. Then, now, how do you deal with the problem? How so, do you deal with the problem? How do you Joe? deal with this problem? Well, uh, I wouldn't suggest lighting a candle. That's just going to mask the odor. Uh, I wouldn't suggest cracking a window because that's just going to let in unwanted allergens and odors from outside because outside does produce them. Uh, what I would suggest is getting one of our Auric Air purifiers. Uh, right now it's called the Pro Shield Plus. It's on Auric.com. But you can also come to my store on 8 Spitbrook Road and Daniel Webster Highway. I'm right across the street from Two Guys Smoke Shop. Uh, I have them on special right now for 325. We're online. They're going for about 415. So you do get a savings on coming in. But if you mention this radio show, uh, you'll get them for 280. This is a infomercial right now. I love it. <laughs> but it's a value, and I'm going to tell you, this is uh, Mr. Jonathan got it for his automobile. Mm -hmm. yes. Immediately, we had him on, right? And I went across we, the street and I bought it immediately. We tested it. We saw how good it really worked. Tested it. We, we made a YouTube video. <laughs> we, yeah. four, four people smoking inside a car with the windows up, in the Orec, running. Four people smoking a total of seven cigars. Two right. Even yeah. though you begged me, I wanted the thing to the, fail. We couldn't have the driver smoke two cigars, one in each hand, because he needed to and, drive. And it was illegal. Didn't he say it was illegal? I don't know. He said it. <laughs> he so said it was illegal. Illegal <laughs> schmeagle, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it worked unbelievable in a closed automobile. This was like taking everybody in a fish tank or something and yeah. filling up the smoke. And in a town car. I mean, we're not talking about a lot of real estate there. No. no it, it, it wasn't as long as a limo, but it was a town car, and within 15 seconds... The smoke was completely gone. Yeah, because I wouldn't, it. I wouldn't even let him start the car right away. I'm like, no, 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 we're popping away on this first. You know, I, I'm on the phone with you, so yeah. I put it by my shoulder. I'm like, pop away, let's go. Oh yeah. And then I made pretend like I was handing out seven cigars. We already had them going before the car had started. It yeah. was a cloud in there. Fifteen seconds later, 
Nothing. And, and then you continue to smoke while you're driving around. And continue to smoke every time you were talking. I was puffing away on both cigars, heating them up. This thing is a quiet machine. I put it in my office mm -hmm. to test it, actually, before I'm going to put it in the car. It has not left my office because I tend, you know, I got computer work to do and things that I got to do in the office. And I'm in there and I'm puffing away. I chain smoke all day long mm -hmm. and I don't realize it. And then somebody will knock on the door and they come in the office and the smoke cloud ends up billowing out of the out of the room. And they go, what the heck are you doing in here? Oh, yeah. And I don't realize it because it's it built up slowly and it's kind of a large office, so it takes a while, and it yeah. builds up, and then it billows out. So I said, let me put this in here, and left a cloudy smoking smoking room, left the room, came back to it an hour or so later, forgetting all about it. I went in. It smelled so clean, clean. and so nice, and it just it's been running ever since. I, I just leave it on low, and it runs always. I tell people to put it in their, uh, in their bedroom and leave it there for a good 20 minutes, come back in, and it's like stepping into a rainforest. Yeah. You, know, you can't believe it's the same room you left. Same with smoking. If you're smoking in there and you turn it on, it has a UV light. The UV light is going to get rid of all the smells of the smoke. It's not going to get rid of the physical smoke itself, but it will get rid of the smells. You're not going to smell like it. Your clothes aren't going to smell like it. The animals won't smell like it. Again, the wives won't be you know, crazy breathing down your neck because yeah. the house doesn't stink. I did another crazy test with a bride and groom. We were on our way up to the Mount Washington Hotel to take a look at the space. The husband smokes cigars. The wife does not. In fact, she's allergic. So I have her sit directly behind me where the port of the air purifier is going out. I say, don't worry about a thing. I got the thing on high. We're ready to rock and roll. We light up in the front. And as we're driving up, I slowly creep the windows up so she doesn't even notice. And we drove for a half an hour, two of us smoking cigars in a closed car. No reaction from her whatsoever. And you kept the gig. And I kept the game. Yeah, it, it could have ruined you. So you well, were... I, um, I was I was friends with both of them, so you know that I wasn't worried about losing it over cigar smoking. But I, you know, I was willing to risk her health to see if it worked. So the guys with the man, <laughs> guys with a man cave say down in the basement. Oh and, yeah. And Mr. Johnson, you're a perfect guy for this too. Because I have it. You you he he runs his. Um, I've got my studio downstairs in the basement where you smoke cigars, and the wife would always complain. Completely on my case. Because smoke rises. It does. So yeah. it rises up the stairs, and so you put this thing in. Her office is directly above mine. There's a little hole where the internet comes down. That's where the smoke ends up going up. So I put the purifier right there. So the vent on the purifier is blowing at the hole. No problems. She comes downstairs. She'll be standing at the bottom of the stairs talking to me while I'm smoking and not realize I'm smoking. So folks that, that have this issue, and I think we all do, that uh, cigars are a guy thing for the most part. I and mean, there's some women that like cigars out there, but for the most part, as 26 years in the cigar business, I'll tell you, there's something about it that girls don't like the, the actual smell of it uh, and things that bother me are certain perfumes and uh, yeah. when they perm their hair, the fingernail polish thing that guys hate and girls seem to have no problem with it. Right. We're very, very different animals when it comes to that. Even little kids have come in the store. There'll be a little girl and a little boy come in the, with the father. And the little girl puts her fingers over her nose when she walks in, and the little boy walks around and doesn't do anything. Enjoying mm -hmm. it. Yeah. yeah, he actually yeah. likes what it is, and you, they have no... 
it's little. They, they're not trying to prove anything. Or when a lady comes in and does it, you know, she's trying to say it stinks in here or whatever. These kids, are, they have no reason no to agenda. do anything. No. Yeah. yeah. No. And you'll see it. So it's a different thing that ends up happening. I will say this also. Uh, also, guys, if you want to buy it for your wife as well uh, or your girlfriend, uh, it, they're excellent for not only or smells. Both. Or both. Or, yeah. They could be One both. One for each of them. One for each. Yeah. <laughs> It'll keep them from calling your wife. Right. Uh, no, they're excellent for volatile organic compounds, VOCs. So when the women are using their hairsprays or their or their perfumes or their fingernail polish, any of those fumes that you might be sensitive to, uh, it'll clean those out of the air as well. Actually, good gift to buy the wife because you're helping yourself at the same time. It's like it's the best kind of gift. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the, and it's the gift that keeps on giving. It's like, it it's like giving her the bowling ball. There we go. You know? so, uh, there you go, honey. When uh, just because I have one, David has one. We know the deal with it. But w- what do you got to do, like as far as replacing the filter? How often? No replacement of the filter. Uh, it's got a permanent UV light filter in it, which is going to get rid of the smells, volatile comp- the smoke, volatile compounds, as well as low-level ozone coming off the television, your computer, microwave, yeah. anything else. Uh, it also has inside of it something called a Truman cell, which is a little square uh, tin cell that has wires in it. The wire shocks all the air coming into it, uh, statically uh, connects, clings all the dust and allergens to the cell, and you rinse them away. You can rinse them away in your sink, in your bathtub, whatever you want, but there's nothing to replace. Take all you have it to in do the shower with it. you, as long as it's out of the machine. Yeah, take it out. Yeah, take it out of the machine. Take it in the shower and rub it on yourself. I don't care what you do, but if you <laughs> clean it, put it back in the unit. It's going to work. It'll so some of these products that you know you buy, and it seems like you know maybe you'd pay less money for the product, but you have to buy the filters over and over and over. Yeah. They're selling filters. I mean, that's what it's about. But this is a one-time that's buy, it. and you just keep rinsing this metal filter off. That's all you have to do. Now, every once in a while. I'll hear on mine. It's very, very quiet. I have it on low, and, and if, if there's a lot of people smoking, I'll just hit the, the, the button, mm-hmm. which actually is a remote button that's sitting on my desk, and I hit the remote. Nobody even knows I'm doing it, and it makes it so it goes faster because i got four people smoking at the same time. Right. But every once in a while, I hear a little snap sound. What's happening there? With the snap sound, uh, Oryx's little jingle is snap goes to pollution, and basically what that's telling you is that, number one, it's working because it's drawing air in, and the snapping sound is typically a, a piece of hair, because it will collect our hair, pet dander, uh, along with other big particles in the air. Uh, and Ash if, from a cigar. It, it will catch yeah. that, too. And if a piece of the hair gets stuck on the unit to where it's touching the little wire, it's going to make a snap. It doesn't mean the machine's going to blow up. It's not going to catch fire. Uh, basically, it's it's just telling you to either walk over to it and clean it off a little bit, uh, or the snap will go away after a few moments. It'll get sucked in all the way, and then the piece of hair will get spit out. Now, I've used it for a long time, and just recently, I've either just noticed it that it happened... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or it just built up to the point where it's kind of telling me, okay, clean me, or whatever's going on. Yeah. But I was just telling you the other day, yeah. this wasn't happening before. What's happening? And no, the little particle went in there or whatever. It's not running all the time. Just, you know, maybe four hours went by in here, one little snap. What, what the heck was that? So yeah. I think it's time to clean it because I have not cleaned it yet. You haven't? The and red light hasn't blinked at you to say clean nope. me? Oh, okay. Nope. And it's been months? It has been months. And let me tell you. I am the poster child for the smoking <laughs> thing because I'm going all the time. And, uh, it, again, it's not like this 4,000-square-foot store. It's a big office, but it's, you know, not 500 square feet. I will say this. You probably won't have to clean it that often. Only reason being, your office isn't dirty. 
It's not full of dust. It's yeah. not a dirty office. All you're really worried about is the smoke. Yeah. That's the big thing. So you probably won't have to clean the cell because all you have, because the little red light is going to tell you it's time to clean the cell. That's yeah. that's the point because you don't have to clean out the UV light. So if it's not, if the red light isn't blinking, your office is clean. Um, we yeah. just got a, some information on the chat box. Chuck looked it up on his phone. Uh, Camacho is dropping room 101 after a dispute. This is just happening now, apparently. Really? We're going to have to do some research on this. Mm -mm. And this is why we're so thankful that we have the chat box, because we're just two people having a, an army of cigar smokers out there being able to filter information for us. We'll get to the bottom of that and report on it next week. Well, we can get to the real bottom of it, because I we're going to have Matt Smith. Come, yeah, Matt, <laughs> Matt Booth is coming up. And, Chuck, I'm going to need the recorder, so I'm going to get the, uh, the the story from him directly of what he says. Uh, Probably he's going to say no comment. No comment. <laughs> and then I'll get the side story, and I'll swear to God I won't tell anybody. And I'll tell on him because there's nobody listening anyway, so I'll tell it on here. So uh, breaking news, Camacho will drop rumor 101 cigars after dispute. Details not disclosed. We will get the details. We will get the details, and hopefully it will not be... Here's the details. I really can't talk about it because lost like every other details. Wow, they're dropping this. Yeah, orders. Well, what do we think about it? I'm really, really digging it. Very subtle, uh, cinnamon kind of bite to it. Very, very subtle. You know, they Sweetness. were saying medium to full, and you know, I tend to like milder cigars. I would say more medium the most. Right yeah. Now. At most medium. Yeah. Might Maybe it kicks up later on. <laughs> oh, sorry. Lighter cutter. Oh, it's fine. Right. It's because you were doing all the talking. It, it happens. Yeah, very sweet cinnamon flavor, like a uh, like a trident cinnamon gum, the kind with sugar, not the sugar-free one. And after you've, you've chewed gross. it for quite a while. It's, yeah, the cinnamon part's very subtle, but the sweetness is there. Not the big red, but the trident cinnamon. <laughs> Are the, you making fun of my flavors? Yes, the they're ridiculous. They're You're ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. How do you like them apples? It's all right. Um, so other than uh, which we love the uh, the um, Orec cleaner for the air. This mm -hmm. obviously we all know Orec from the vacuum cleaners and things like oh, that. I have, oh, I yeah. have I have the big boy vacuum and it's phenomenal. And I uh, I use it for everything. You got I vacuum the, uh, my, pilot, didn't you? Yeah, I vacuum my car seats with it. It's awkward and ridiculous. There'll be a manly moment to follow. <laughs> yes. I vacuum my garage. I vacuum the stairs. I do the hardwood floors. I do everything. So why is Orec so great and it's because it sucks yeah because it's <laughs> unlike anything else in a great way uh orc is a it's known as the traditional lightweight it's an eight pound vacuum uh some of them are eight pounds some of them are nine uh the nine pounder vacuums will pick up about 35 percent better than the eight but that's just bigger uh, motor yeah well actually no it's got a smaller motor and, and that is that's also what orc is known for it's it's, it's, it's known for uh, using about 200 to 300 percent less electricity than all the other brands but uh the newer models actually have a 3.5 motor instead of a 4.0 and they can get away with that and have more power because it's a larger fan in the fan housing uh, and they have bigger piping so more airflow better suction more life out of the motor uh, but we also have uh, uh, not only steamers and vacuums but uh, I mean uh, we have not only air purifiers and vacuums but we have floor steamers uh, we have polishers for all types of flooring dry carpet solution powders for uh, shampooing your carpets as well as wet I mean we've got a lot to offer from ceiling to floor so uh, come you, on down. You carry all that right down in your store. Oh yes, yes sir. Get anything you want, and typically, not uh, online is not a better price. You're the better price. I'm the Rick better price. Is the better price. You, you come into the store. Not only are you going to save on the shipping and handling, but I beat every price that Orc.com has.
that's awesome because, you know, uh, the brick-and-mortar stores are getting beaten up because online typically uh, <clears throat> on a lot of products is less because they don't have the overhead and they don't have the prime real estate that you have. Oh, yeah. But what you do have in an Orex store, and your store is a family business. Yeah, it, it is. That's what it is. It is a family business. In fact, my uh, my daughter came up and helped me do repairs the other day, and uh, I'm not going to give her age, but, uh, you know, it was definitely nice to have the help. So. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but you know, it could when, be illegal. It could be, it could be a little illegal. But, you <laughs> well, know. it's your kid, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Teacher of the trade. I paid her a McDonald's, so I, I don't think it's legal. <laughs> I don't think it's illegal if I do that. Here so. we go. No money. <laughs> so... Uh, what else? Um, I, I'm, I'm high on the vacuum cleaner, to tell you the truth. I mean, we use it in the store. We yeah, use it do. in my house. All I three have. of your stores oh, yeah. have and, and the Orec nope. um, air cleaner is new to me. I mean, uh, that's only been a few months. And uh, I believe it's the, the Orec people that... Uh, when they put a product out, it's not the norm of what's out there in the industry, but it is the Cadillac or the Rolls Royce of whatever it is that they make. It is. Um, or or uh, just like a lot of its competitors, I mean, we, we do have high-priced vacuums, and we have vacuums that only cost $159, uh, and they get all the way up to seven, $800. Uh, but when you're buying an Oric vacuum, you're making an investment in something that you're not going to have to buy for a very long time. Uh, I do repairs on all vacuums, all makes and models other than Oric. Uh, but people that do have Oric vacuums, even vacuums from the 80s and early 90s, they're still coming in for tune-ups, and the vacuums are still working. The motors are still going strong. Yeah, you got to replace a belt or maybe clean off the brush or whatever, but the, the working pieces on the inside were put together so well. Last lifetime. Yeah, American-made. Yeah, and American made. And American made, hands down. And, and another great reason to end up doing it. So, if they want to get a hold of you, uh, website, phone number. Uh, they can go to. Uh, Unfortunately, right now the website is down. Okay. But if you if you have to get there, you can go to uh, www.oric/nashua.com, uh, or you can give me a call at 603-595-2122, uh, or you can come physically to the store uh, Tuesday through Sunday. Uh, well, actually Tuesday through Saturday, I'm 10 to 6, and on Sunday I'm 12 to 5. Monday we are closed, uh, and we're we're right on the corner of 8 Spitbrook Road and Daniel Webster Highway, right across from Two Guys Smoke Shop. So here's what I recommend: come to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Grab your cigars, go pick the Orec, Orec uh, clean machine, bring it home, plug it in, and fire up the cigar. Yes. It's going to do it for you. Problem solved. Problem solved. Get, get, get an air machine, get the wife a vacuum, and everyone's happy. Okay. This is John Sullivan from Orec. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, Thank we're going to take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to interview emergency room doctor Lou Rodriguez. And you're going to do it all the way in Colorado, which is amazing. You're well, going to be sitting there. It. And you're going to be interviewing in Colorado. Can't let anything slip by. He's got to tell you the truth, the truth, <laughs> and nothing but the truth every single time. Uh, information coming up on different shows and people uh, coming on to the Cigar Authority and lots more. So stick around, folks. We're going to be back in just a couple minutes. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Fleur de Lorraine. She came from the streets of Paris. Fleur de Lorraine is a magnificent jewel of a cigar with a contemporary French style and prestige. Fleur de Lorraine marries rare aged tobaccos in old world craftsmanship. Fleur de Lorraine. Deep layers of lush tobaccos fuse in a symbol of charismatic intensity for luxurious expression with no concession. 
Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's rich, bold taste with a little European flair. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover the extraordinary craftsmanship behind every Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's elegance, charm, and value. Fleur de Lorraine, now available in natural or Maduro. Discover Fleur de Lorraine cigars at fine tobacconists everywhere. Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. From the streets of Paris to you. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. I say, sir, enjoying a good cigar shouldn't cost you a fortune, and it doesn't have to when you light up a classic. Classic brand cigars are priced right, and there is a blend or size just right for you. Classic Connecticut is a mild and smooth smoke, while the Classic Maduro is deep, dark, and delicious. The Classic Cameroon has a hint of natural sweetness that will keep you coming back for more and more. But it's the classic Cuban that is bold and full-flavored, just like the classic Cuban cigars from before the embargo. Every classic blend is available in four classic sizes, the Robust, Toro, Churchill, and Torpedo. But whichever one you choose, a classic cigar will guarantee you a smooth and easy draw. Classic cigars, the name says it all, sir. The ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments before you give up, ruin your good name and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. 
Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. That's Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy rocks in. It's some songs, they just are the movie. They bring you right back. Bring me right to the movie. One word, that's all it took. Uh, So I'm at the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival um, a month ago in Colorado, and we uh, did it for uh, the folks there at Smoker Friendly. What an event. Unbelievable. And you meet all kinds of different people. And I did um, my whole show, and then after somebody came over to me and said, you know who you should have interviewed was this guy, Lou Rodriguez, over here. And I said, you know what? Um, we're all set up anyway. You know, Bring him over. We'll, we'll bring it on, and we'll, we'll tape it, and we'll play this later. Um, so I'm looking at, he's right across from us, and I'm looking at his, his uh, big banner of it, and it's uh, Lou Rodriguez Cigars. And the... Pot on on the top of his logo looked like the doctor symbol. You know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the serpent thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking at it. So I said, okay, come on. Let me see the cigar, and uh, we'll talk about it. And I never smoked it before or anything. So I bring him on. I cut the cigar. We're talking. Uh, Nice-looking cigar. You, you, uh, we'll get into it. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of looked padronish. Okay, it looked a little uh, like a Padroni and a Vasario type of cigar. So uh, in interviewing him, I find out he's a doctor. And I said, a medical doctor? And he says, yeah, in the emergency room. You know, been doing it years and all this stuff. And I, So you came out with your own cigar. This is gold. Nice. You came out with your own cigar and you're a medical doctor. Yeah. How well does that go over with your colleagues and things like that? So anyway, uh, let's go on to the, to the tape right now of the interview. Uh, it is a taped interview, so we're not going to be sitting here on camera. We apologize what? to all the people who want to. Look at me, but yeah. I held off. I have to go to the bathroom. So I'm this sorry. is uh, Dr. Lou Rodriguez. Let's hear it. Here at the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival in Boulder, Colorado, and uh, I have a new cigar in my hand, Lou Rodriguez, and with me is Lou Rodriguez. This is the guy on the band. That's right. So just looking at the band before I get into it with you, it, it certainly looks different, uh, and I noticed the medical symbol underneath your name, and somebody told me just a little while ago, you are a doctor. That's correct. Is that all I'm going to get from you? Is this, cor- <laughs> this is correct? Come on, come on. you got to give me well, something. Well, thanks, here. David. Thanks, yeah. for, thanks, for, thanks for having me here. Um, you know, I'm certainly grateful for the opportunity this to be, be here. This would be the toughest interview in the world. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, that is that is a uh, caduceus that's on the label, and uh, my company logo is the staff of Hermes. Uh, because I am uh, an emergency room doctor, I work out of North Carolina, and I've been doing that for the past 15 years. I'm also a proud Cuban-American. Uh, I grew up uh, in a household when my family fled Cuba from uh, 1959, and so I always had a passion to uh, kind of get back to my roots, and that was one of the motivational factors for me uh, going to Esteli and uh, creating my uh, my own cigars. Okay, so Nicaraguan box-pressed Maduro. That's right. Very, very popular by itself just because of what it is, and um, 
you said, let, let me get into the cigar business. You're still a doctor. That's correct. Still doing it. A yes. little, little side thing here with your own brand cigar. Right. Is there different wrappers of this or just... Sure. The, yeah. yeah. Let me tell you a little bit about the blend. I, I first blended the cigar for myself, uh, for my own taste. So I started off making what I smoked, which were box-pressed Maduro cigars. And they were very peculiar aspects that I wanted to have in my cigar. I wanted it to have a whiff of cocoa when you first pull it out of the cellophane. And I wanted the chocolate overtones, the bittersweet sure. espresso, earthy flavors when you smoke it. So that's what I set out to do when I first created the cigar. And that's the one that you're smoking. That's the Premier Edition Robusto, which was the first cigar that I ever made. And we started off as box press maduro company only you can't get more boutique than that yeah unfortunately only 20 percent of cigar smokers will uh, smoke maduros yeah and uh, and if you throw a box press on it, it's probably even less <laughs> yeah, right way less so um but you know, you're talking about hitting the sweet spot there oh yeah exactly yeah well that's i mean and that's where i want to be at. yeah um but i did expand the line and we released at the ipcpr a month ago we released a uh, a connecticut line and a Habano Rosado line. Also box pressed? Uh, unfortunately, you know, I wanted to be all box pressed. And the Rosados are, the Connecticut's cannot be box pressed because when you box yeah. press the Connecticut, very thin wrapper, yep. it cracks. So to put a twist on it, no pun intended, I put a pigtail on the Connecticut. So okay. all the Connecticut's come round with a pigtail. Round with a pigtail. That's right. Similar blend? Yes. Um, let me tell you about the wrappers. Okay. Uh, the Maduros are San Andreas wrapper, uh, and the binder of filler are Nicaraguan from Esteli and Jalapa. And the Connecticut's are Ecuadorian Connecticut's, and the sun-grown, the Habano Rosado is uh, also Ecuadorian, with similar Nicaraguan binder and filler from Esteli and Jalapa. Uh, it tastes really nice. It's burning good. Now, tell us, how do you have the time to be an ER doctor and run a cigar company? It's been very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know what I was getting into. I mean, you know, I did, I did it for passion and for the love of cigars, and, um, yeah, I did it for myself originally. So as a doctor, this, this may be the first time. No? No, no it's who, not. Who did it? Oh, a, a doctor making cigars? Uh, possibly. I thought you were say, how do you justify making cigars? No, but the first <laughs> time that, that a doctor would, would come out with a brand that I, that I can ever think of. So what is your feeling of the health aspects? And I, we, I usually don't even get into that, into the show. Right. But, hey, we got a doctor here, made a cigar. What, what's the... Uh, what's your thought, your professional opinion hmm. on the, the harm of of cigars. Sure. Um, and that's a great question, and, and you know, it's totally le legitimate. Um, I believe that smoking cigars uh, is, is a, it's a luxury. And just as drinking a good glass of Bordeaux or Chardonnay, if you drink two, three, four bottles a night, sure. that's not good for you. No, you got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> if you're smoking four, five, six cigars like I do, then, you know, that might be an issue. But your average cigar smoker smokes maybe once a month at that. Right. So even the medical community probably doesn't really, can't honestly tell you what the medical effects of smoking one cigar a month are. Just like if you have a couple, you know, a couple of uh, margaritas, a couple of screwdrivers, What's the harm in having right. that? 
Well, there was a report done years ago, um, something number nine. I can't think of the name of the report. And um, in this report, um, and it's a, it is a long, long thing, but as it gets into it, and this was um, with um, tobacco-free kids, I believe, is put this put this report together, this study that went on for years and years. And at the end of it, it was showing that a person that smoked two cigars a day, the life expectancy was slightly better than a person that didn't smoke at all. I kind of believe that. I'm in the business 26 years, and I've been dealing with customers in our stores for, for all that time. And we have lots of 90-year-old customers that smoke cigars, lots of them. In this industry alone, you've got guys in this industry that are running cigar factories in their late 80s, smoking cigars every single day. There's, stress is a big killer. And if anything happens, what I see, the customer coming into the store at the end of the day, having a cigar before they go home, actually reducing stress and calming down and then going home to their family. I look for a thank you from the wife after to say, you know, he was an animal coming in. He left here <laughs> a, a nice guy yeah. or whatever. But certainly calming the guy down and uh, relieving stress. Right. And if stress is the, the number one killer in the United States, cigars are the number one cure. <laughs> well, um, I can't medically... I'm not familiar medically with that with that particular study, and so I can't sit here as a doctor and say go smoke two cigars a day. No, no. But um, but I do agree with you. Mo on mono uh, monograph number nine, it's called. I do agree with you 100% that there are a lot of older folks that do smoke cigars, and I could you know think of Fidel Castro. Yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned a couple of people in the yeah. industry that are 80 plus and still chugging away, smoking five, six cigars a day. So. There, you know, you may have something there. Uh, you may have something there with the stress. You know, and and so you deal in an emergency room. Uh, you know, a, a guy will have five or six uh, beers, get into a, a major car accident, and he comes to see you. You ever see a guy had five cigars and he comes in to see the doctor after? There's no, there's no issues, right? Never, never. <laughs> I've never seen someone smoke five cigars and, and come into the emergency no, department. There's, there's no. no problem. There's no problem. So here it is from, uh, you know, a doctor's point of view. But but if uh, you ask an ear, nose, and throat doctor, they might tell you differently. You well, know, that, that I, might that might be a problem. You know, you know? and I, and uh, you know, I'm not going to say the names of the people and stuff, but I I have a few big cigar stores and lots of customers at them, and there's a lot of MDs. And doctors in the in the beginning of a lot of people's names and getting to know them over the years and stuff. You know they don't they don't want um, you know to come on the show and they don't want to talk about it. But they smoke cigars regularly. Right. They box cigar buyers and they don't see a problem with it. I have a good customer. Uh, one of one of my better customers is a uh, is a ENT doctor. He deals with oropharyngeal cancers all the time. And you know like what we were getting back to, it, it's a question of moderation. And I think if you're going to have a cigar here and there, you're going to be okay. Yeah. If you're going to be smoking five cigars a day, well, then you certainly do run into the known risk of tobacco use, uh, which I'm not going to get into here to bring everybody down. But, well, uh, you know, it, it's your choice. Sure. Just like you want to become an alcoholic or you want to enjoy yeah, a glass of wine. And, right. and, it's, and it's our right as American citizens to decide whether we want to do that or not. Well, I certainly hope it's our right, and I see the Cigar Rights of America uh, banner hanging right, hanging right over our, our heads over here.
Yeah. So, but yeah, well, my wife is over there, and she will be more than happy to have a cigar with you if you'd like to walk over there. I, I can't, I can't hear her. Can't hear her. I'm sorry. This is the problem with alcohol. This yeah, right. is the alcohol yeah. problem in the United States. Yeah, you could interrupt she a radio just, interview. Yeah, she just didn't have two cigars and then <laughs> interrupted it. I bet it was a few cocktails. No? Yes, absolutely was. <laughs> but but uh, back to the cigar. Sure. Uh, what's the retail on these cigars? All right. Well, I would say they're very competitively priced, and they're between six and ten and a quarter. Now, that's the minimum suggested retail price. I'm not looking to mass market produce these cigars. You're not going to find them online at J&R or any of the other yeah. uh, big discounters. The only cigar shop that the only online place that we do deal with is charmleaf.com only because they um, maintain they, the price. They well, they maintain the price, but they're committed to boutique cigars. And so that that's the only person that that I that I deal with. How boutique? Online. How boutique? How many what's the production? For me, this year 100,000. That is boutique. So, um, yeah, that is boutique. There's um, one cigar I didn't tell you about that doesn't fall into that 6 to 10 category, and that's the Lou Rodriguez MF. That has a minimum suggested retail price of $14.99. And um, I'll tell you a little bit about that. That's tobacco that I've set aside for long-term aging. And since I'm very uh, impatient, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I said, let's roll 2,000 boxes of this, boxes of 10, Six by fifty-two torpedoes only, and put a Matafina wrapper on it, and that's where the MF comes okay. from. And See, Mike Havy was thinking of something totally different. <laughs> <laughs> We're you're, only, in the, you're in the gutter, brother. Yeah. <laughs> We're only releasing fifteen hundred of the two thousand five hundred are for me. Oh, so uh, oh. every box uh, comes date stamp twenty ten. Um, Much we, of a different taste with Matafina on it. Uh, it's it's well the tobacco is is aged longer so it, it gives you more of an aged and more of a complex flavor but not stronger. Yeah, I think Brazilian tobacco is awesome nowadays. I mean, the stuff coming out of Brazil is awesome. Everybody's high on Nicaragua, and hey, b believe me, great cigars coming out of Nicaragua. There's no doubt about it. But uh, you know, a lot of people aren't paying attention to Brazilian yeah. stuff right now, and. It's awesome. Well, it's the same thing with San Andreas. Right. We said the wrapper on here, the San Andreas wrapper. You know, Mexican tobacco had this you know, kind of negative connotation yeah. for many years. I thought about it long and hard. I'm like, geez, you know, you're going to put a Mexican wrapper on it and it, you're going to turn people off? But it's a good ingredient. I don't think it's a, a good all-around and all-Mexican um, cigar. No, is, right. It's dirty. It's, yeah. it's um, earthy tasting or whatever nice way you end up wanting to put it. But as an ingredient, I think Mexican tobacco is great. Some of uh, we just uh, talked with Jose Sayas from Altadas, and they use uh, Mexican tobacco as binder. So right. does Macanudo. Some of the biggest brands in the world use a little bit of it because it's a great ingredient to add. And as a wrapper, when you've got a beautiful wrapper like this, it's beautiful. It's silky, shiny, nice. Yeah, I think I think you, you hit the nail on the yeah. head. That's a great way to describe it. It's a it's a great ingredient, and and you know the San Andres wrapper on on this Nicaraguan binder and filler just really rounded the cigar off well and made it very well balanced. Uh, are you saying who the uh, cigar factory is? Or sure, you, yeah, uh, I um, 
I, you know, I, I'm not a private label guy. I have, um, par I'm partners with a Cuban farmer in Esteli, Nicaragua, Gregorio Vasquez and his son Gregory. They have a small factory called G&G, &G, um, and they just opened. I mean, we were the first cigars that rolled out of there oh, no kidding. In, uh, in October. So, um, you know, they've been in the business much longer, but, you know, as far as making our cigars uh, from that particular factory, that's when we first started. And uh, so, we'll, so you are new. brand new. Brand new. Brand new. Well, brand best new. of luck to you. I, I think you got something here for Thank sure. You. Thank you so much. And, and, and I wish I had some Connecticut samples to give you because <laughs> those are another one of my cigars that are getting tremendous reviews. Beautiful. Best Beautiful. Connecticut cigar that I've ever smoked, someone said. Okay. So uh, continued uh, success time. and much success to you. Lou Rodriguez, I'll never forget your name. It's on the band, and you're going to stand up for something you put your name on. i got to guarantee totally, that. Totally, and that's why my name is on it. It's That cigar, that label is about me. I have no investors, and um, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And uh, Any flack from your fellow doctors? Um, no, actually, other than wanting to buy them. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. They're one of my best customers. All right, so. beautiful. Congratulations. Thank you, David, for okay. having me. Okay, thank you. Lou Rodriguez. Thanks. Thank you, Lou. Appreciate it. Okay, so more doctors recommend Lou Rodriguez cigars, I believe, at this point than any other cigar in the world. Which means that they're recommending cigars, period. Period, right. So uh, there you have it. Uh, very interesting that somebody in that business is getting into our business, the cigar business. So it's good news anyway, those that are hearing the show for the first time. The belief is, and we have all kinds of white papers and things to prove it, and, and soon or someday this information will come out to the whole world, that actually smoking a couple of cigars a day actually extends your life. By an like, average of four years. Right. So just, just like papers. a glass of wine, um, it's believed that uh, premium cigars, no additives or anything like that, relax relaxes you to a certain degree and and brings down the stress level and and takes you to a better healthier life now when my grandfather how crazy is that but locked my uncle matt in the closet with a box of cigars no, and made him smoke every one that would be bad for him probably bad yeah but one or two a day not well, a bad too thing. much of anything is no good if you if you drink too much water you will drown <laughs> That's true. You know, and it goes for anything. So too much of anything is no good. I haven't found the, the number of too many too cigars. too much cigar authority, you'd be okay. Yeah, too much listening to the cigar authority. You'd be fine with that. Yeah. That might be the only thing. <laughs> All right. I mean, yeah. Uh, we said we were going to go into birthdays, and as usual, I'm not prepared. All right. So let, let me tell you, um, you were smoking the Room 101. Oop. Looks like I have to be prepared. Have to oh, be. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Today is October 8th. It is the 281st day of the year, which in leap years will be the 282nd day. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't think we're in a leap year. This is in the Gregorian calendar. There are 84, 84 days remaining until the end of the year, which would make it uh, 78 days 78 till Christmas. Days till Christmas. We so get out the there Christmas and start your Christmas out. shopping. All right. In 1956, New York Yankee Don Larson pitched the only perfect game ever in a World Series. He's one of only 20 perfect games in Major League Baseball history. In a World Series. I think this game's been played over 100 some years. There's never been a no-hitter in a World Series. And he pitched the perfect one. And then when you get the two teams, the big rivals, New York and Brooklyn together, you can't ask for a better setting. Brooklyn Dodgers. I'll never forget. I hope it lasts a long time. Who knows? Sure did. 
Well, the biggest part of pitching is control, and I never had such good control. And everything that Yogi called for, I threw it pretty close to where he wanted it. He was behind on one hitter. That was in the first inning of the PB race. He got three balls on him, and that was it. 97 pitches, 70 with strikes, two hours and six minutes. The game flew by against a great opponent, Tom Magley. I'm glad I didn't have a big lead. Because I could have relaxed you know, this one pitch with at that lineup of the Dodgers, you know, I could have blown it very easy. I guarantee that nobody, but nobody has left this ballpark. Ninety-seven pitches—that's incredible. Yeah, it's the most incredible thing ever in Major League Baseball. And Dave's giving me the cut signal, like let's cut this short. There's a lot of information there. It's a thirty-second clip. You'll be okay. So let's drag it even longer. <laughs> Keep going. Keep talking Breathe about it. Breathe deep. All right, so born two days. Two hours and six minutes, by the way, in case you were trying to do, uh, figure out how long the game lasted. Two hours and six minutes. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Because he said that already in the clip that was an hour long. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the actor and comedian Chevy Chase was born in 1943. Yes, he was. Wow. The Zen philosopher Basho once wrote, A flute with no holes is not a flute. A donut with no hole. Danish. It's a funny guy. Caddyshack. Yeah, true story right there. Okay. <laughs> Johnny Ramone from the uh, group The Ramones. Uh, he died in 2004, but he was born today in 1948. William Cummings was his name. Why wouldn't his name be Ramon? Because none of them were named Ramon. <laughs> None of them are Ramones. Do you know that? I didn't know that. They're not no. related to each other at all. None of them are named Ramon. It was inspired by Paul McCartney, who used the name Ramon um, when he was with the Silver Beatles in those days, not to know for them to know who he was. Paul McCartney was Ramon. The, his last name was Ramones, and uh, that's where they took it. None of them are named Ramon. Very and interesting. And most of them are dead. Yes. But anyway, they were from Queens, yep. All right, so she died this week, and uh, she's an American singer, mostly known for her gospel work, but she did do uh, a couple of pop stuff that, that made it up on the uh, the top 40. She was born in 1964, CeCe Winans. Traditionally known for her ballads, not a very manly thing, but I threw it in there anyways. Because you're not very manly. Well, that and you didn't send me the things. You say you did, but I didn't see it. No. Uh, and then American Revolutionist. Most famous for his signature. He has the most famous signature on the planet. In fact, when you sign, you are said to be giving your John Hancock. He died today in 1793. <laughs> Chuck is doing this from now on. No, Chuck, you always say that. Chuck, Chuck is doing this from now on. Then he finds on. a way to bail, and then I get stuck with it. I don't want to do it. Never bailed. Chuck is doing it. How did it. I get stuck doing it again? I don't know, I but don't I'm know. not complaining. And you didn't even know it was Matt Damon's birthday today. <laughs> well, I did. See, there were like 200 birthdays. Yeah, so you picked, you picked a guy from 1700s <laughs> as opposed to Matt Damon. This is where the problem lies. This is this is where it. Are you saying I'm not producing interesting copy? Oh my God. Okay, sorry, folks. Um, sorry. Do you like numbers? <laughs> well, I got a number. <laughs> do you like apples, you jack? Oh, yeah. All right. So that's why you need the sound, John. How do you like them apples? That's it.
Nia Makumbi, room 101 Nia Makumbi, which may be a, uh, we're smoking it for the first time ever. And it, and it could it, be the last. It could be the last. Uh, with, rumor is out there that uh, they have broken ties with uh, the folks from Camacho, and it's over. Uh, Typically, rumors on our chat box are facts. Because oh, we have some of the most knowledgeable great. listeners out there. Absolutely. So we do appreciate you putting some it on the chat box. Some most knowledgeable. Absolutely. Some of them are idiots. Wednesday. That's a fact. You end up with a group of brilliant don't people. Don't ever call your listeners idiots. No. i got to tell you, teachers, so much about this this whole <laughs> business of what's going on. Some of them are idiots. Most of them are brilliant, but we do end Wednesday, up with Wednesday, October 19th. I'm talking right over you, so you'll stop talking. Wednesday, October 19th, Matt Booth from Room 101 is supposed to be here, and we're supposed to get information on him unless they, they – and I'll let you know next week of what happened there. But a couple things I have to bring up is this Thursday – is the Davidoff Dinner 2011, the launch of the new Davidoff White Edition, Thursday, October 13th at 6.30 at the Lanham Club in Andover. It's hors d'oeuvres, salad, bone-in New York sirloin steak, which I've had before with a black pepper and coffee crusted. Uh, it was delicious. You're a vegetarian. You ate it. It was I great. I ate it. It was unbelievable. Um, the dinner includes three Davidoff cigars, including the limited edition Davidoff White Edition, uh, which uh, is going to be here and gone. So if you're interested in a ticket for that, they're $95 a ticket. Call Two Guys Smoke Shop or call the Lanham Club, L A N A M Club in Andover. Get your tickets. It's this Thursday night and uh, just about sold out. Only 100 tickets will be sold. If you're interested in that, jump on it. I said I would do this uh, for uh, my buddy uh, Andy's Numbers Nelson, who's listening in. He's the accountant. Uh, Salem Business Expo, uh, also known as the Cross Border Expo, will be at the Rockingham Park um, Thursday, October 27th from 3 to 7. Our good friend and cigar lover that comes here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua all the time, Rico Petroselli, uh, Red Sox great, will be there as a guest. Um, he is bringing with him the World Series trophy. There will be 100 exhibitors, and if you want to see uh, all the businesses around town and what they have to offer, the public is welcome. Uh, if you'd like to be an exhibitor, call 603-893-3177. That's the Salem Chamber of Commerce. I'll say that phone number again, 603-893-3177. And last I want to mention is October 15th, which is next Saturday. The Cigar Authority will be live at the Providence Convention Center. Um, the event is the New England Cigar Expo. Special guests, the Sopranos. Uncle Junior will be there. Larry Boy, Paulie Walnuts, and a whole bunch of others, along with Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morrison, and myself, All David All three Garofalo. of us for the first time together at an actual remote. Wow. Other than a cigar shop. For whatever reason, we've all been split up when we've gone on a, on a trip. Yeah, that's together. true. That's true. Uh, Fred Smurlis and Steve Diossi will be there. Patrick Pass from the Patriots will be there. Uh, and, and a whole host of others. We're going to do the show live from 12 noon to 2 o'clock like we always do. And our affiliate in Rhode Island will be picking us up for sure. Um, the show doesn't even open until 2 o'clock. We'll tape another show during the 2 to 7 so we'll be able to uh, be part of that also. So we'll do two shows. So you can actually Skype us and watch both shows at the same time if you'd like, right? Hmm. Not Skype, I'm sorry. Yeah, you've you been stream. using Skype a lot, so you have that on the mind. You'll be watching us on thecigarauthority.com. 
Yes, and you can watch actually both shows. Both shows. Uh, but we'll be back on, and we'll be, be from there, and who knows who we'll talk to, hopefully some of the Sopranos and all that stuff. we got a pig roast coming, uh, and that's going to be at Cigar Masters in Worcester Sunday, October 23rd. All the pig you can eat, mojito tasting, My Father Cigars and Jaime Garcia Cigars, which are now, we know. All Don Pepin products. All Don Pepin, uh, the lawsuit is over. More, more importantly, we're allowed to say they're Don Pepin products now. That's only a $35 ticket and a lot of fun. It's a bye week for the Patriots, but all the games will be on during that. So it's going to be a a great show next week. Uh, As I say, we're going to broadcast live from the New England Cigar Expo. We'll be together. That is uh, this Saturday, October 15th. And who knows what we're going to have for guests and surprises and things there. Uh, but the good news is we're going to be all together. And the show's going to run. Happy family, baby. The show will run as perfectly as it did today. Power outages. Bring it on, man. We eat adversity. Yeah. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> we want it. So we don't want any mountains to move. Let's not wish that on ourselves. Right. Uh, interesting show this week uh, with Fred Smith and the Smith Fest. Uh, the, uh, John Sullivan. John from Sullivan from ORAC. That was great. And uh, the doctor was in the house. And uh, we know cigars are good. For you. It's good to sit back, relax, enjoy a good cigar, live a little longer, live a little better, and uh, take some time out for yourself. Take folks. it for yourself. So, thanks everybody for listening this week. We'll be on next week from the New England Cigar Expo. From Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morris, and myself, I'm David Garofalo. Thanks for joining us. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network.